It's that time again, another Coach's Corner. This week we got the best Coach's Corner of all time, I feel. We got the EFHQ Coach's Roundtable squad up with yours truly, the one and only, the old man, a.k.a. the legend. I'll let these guys introduce themselves so they can get some a.k.a.s in there if they want it. <laughs> oh, man. You know, I'm always running my mouth, so I'll let them run their mouths a little bit. That's definitely true. Who, who wants to run it up first? Who are you? Uh, you got Braden speaking right here, aka Wolverine, um, young guru on the last podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You well, gave it to me. You, did. you, you gave got it to me. You got it. You gave got it to me. We got some good stuff for y'all today. Hope y'all like it. We got uh, Eddie Foster over here on the other side, uh, aka Fast Eddie from the Ville. From the Ville, y'all. Aka El Pollo Loco. Loco. Aka Fast Eddie. So. Hey man, aka the rocket. Don't let him. Oh, yeah. Don't let him. Don't, don't let him skip. Don't, don't skip the good one. Man. Don't let him fool you guys. Man, I try to slide it in. Nah, the rocket, the rocket. You got me though. All right, guys. Well, this is what we want to do this week for you guys. Um, you know, whenever we're sitting around talking and, and you know, end of the night, how the day go, how the week go, um, what what comes to our mind a lot is just um, how 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 pivotal it is um, as a coach to be a good coach and and the rewards of that and what we what we see, the experiences that, you know, I have won and then kind of seeing what these guys see and if they're seeing the same things I'm seeing um, and not just, you know, form, technique, that's a, that's a must. That's an that's a EFHQ Elite Fitness standard. Um, the technique has to be there. But um, I think what separates us is, is the mental aspect that we put into it of not just our roles as coach, but how to get the most out of our athlete. Um, and that, that primarily lies in, um, you know, knowing your athlete, knowing how to push your athletes. And with our situation, it's, it's a bigger scale because we have so many athletes at one time. Um, that's why I like to have multiple coaches so everybody can, one, get the attention they need, but not just on form and technique, but the psychological part, setting the mindset, setting the tone for the class. Um, and each one of us have our roles within that as we're, as we're going through uh, a class. Um, sometimes you may pick up on it, sometimes you may not, but we all understand our roles, what we're doing. Um, so first of all, I just kind of want to let these guys kind of go through just whatever they want to talk about, just what it means to them to be a coach besides just form, technique, like, like the introspective part that they didn't know was important um, when they first started coaching. A lot of people are just like, oh, I'm just, I like it. I'm going to teach other people. I like it that much. I want to do this um, without knowing how deep, um, how much stuff is, how many layers there is to coaching. So what is one aspect that you guys didn't see um, going into it? And since Eddie is a senior in front of uh, Brayden, he has to go less. So Eddie, what's one aspect that you didn't really realize um, psychologically how you affect your clients or how getting the most of them out of them. What's something that you didn't expect that uh, you, you, you have respect for that you were surprised by? Um, I love I love seeing that, that satisfaction um, when somebody achieves something that they, they never thought that they could do. Um, my background before I was a trainer, coach, uh, whatever you'd like to call it. Uh, I had played ath- I'd been in athletics. I played football middle school through high school throughout college. But my first experience actually training somebody hadn't been until after I'd come back home. And uh, that was actually my first time training somebody as what we call GPP. So kind of somebody that hasn't necessarily been an athlete before, hasn't been athletic recently. And um, it was just the experience when I first started training people and just realizing the excitement they had and the excitement they had for their health and the willingness to do whatever they could do to better themselves. Um, that's, 
that's one of the things that I didn't realize I was enjoy didn't realize I would enjoy so much. Yeah, but that's kind of my that's the thing that really keeps me going. Yeah, I I, I definitely can see that. Um, definitely, whenever that's not something you expect because it was so obvious to you. Yeah, you you for years have been an athlete, have been doing this, and like anything, any movements you make are just movements you've always made, mm -hmm. stuff that you always know. Um, it wasn't like you know squatting a bar you didn't think about that yeah. or doing a box jump that wasn't that's just what you did you yeah. can jump you know or being able to you know, <laughs> bench the bar or deadlift a certain amount of weight that's just that's just standard practice that's what we've been doing our whole lives so to see and when you say gpp or just your mom and pops your soccer moms mm -hmm. your your regular uh everyday people that weren't weren't athletes didn't didn't take it that level um once you come away from not being an athlete and working with the general population that I definitely see that like those things that you took for granted or that were just so easy for you mm -hmm. um, to see somebody light up to experience that as a first time because that's just what we know um, and definitely that's kind of a that does that seeing that light in their eye of just something simple yeah. to us simple but it's mm -hmm. big to them and, right. and, and that's what it's about um, again we touch on it's not about us it's about it's about them and about you know their successes and their journeys and as a trainer our main thing is hey you know, like, I want you to be successful. It's about you. It's not about us. We had our time to shine. Um, we had our glory days. Mine were a lot further away than most. So I'll just go ahead and swing it to the young man who, who you know, he, he's closest to his glory days than any of us. Closest. Closest to his glory days they were than any of us. Though. But, uh, hey, now you give him back. So, uh, Brayden, what was one of the things that you didn't realize that you would you would appreciate so much or, or surprised you about, about training? Um... Kind of to touch base on what you were just saying, um, how these things, you know, box jumps, every movement we do, we've all been used to for so long, right? Mm -hmm. um, so kind of that learning the psychological way to get somebody from saying, I can't do this simply because they never have to, yes, you can do this, you just got to go try, right? Mm -hmm. And motivating them to get them to a place where they're not afraid to try anything new anymore, yeah. right? Yeah. Especially in a weight room. It can be intimidating going into a, a weight room, especially very, some, very some, somewhere like this where you got people of all up and down the spectrum. You got people deadlifting 500 pounds. You got little kids picking up kettlebells, right? You have no, never know what you're going to get. Who's deadlifting the 500 pounds? Hunter. Oh, I thought you were talking about yourself. My bad. My I'm bad. just talking about our athletes, bro. He tried to sneak a shot in. Yeah, I'm gonna keep sneaking. Keep, keep trying, man. Sneak Guards shot. always up. Uh, one thing else I've learned: keep mm, it up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Grind time. <laughs> um, but yeah, that um, learning how to read people and interpret the way that they're feeling and how that they're attacking the things that they're trying to do, and using that almost to my advantage as a coach but like, mm. okay well they're thinking this so if i do this they'll think this and i'll get them to do, be able to do this over here what they really need to do and i've actually noticed a lot that it's a lot harder with girls actually to do what to be able to not harder to motivate them but they're it's easy to tell a guy hey go bench press you see what, you know what mm. i mean um, it's a little it takes a little more um Coercing. Yes, that word. Uh, building up their their confidence, confidence and right. that they're capable of doing things that they weren't didn't think they were didn't capable think of they doing. Were exactly, and not just things that they didn't think, but things that get them from being Daintyville girls to being hardcore weightlifters and see what their max potential is. Yeah. I'm sorry, I keep answering all your questions for you. Not, I'm, it's cool, man. It's a podcast. I'm just talking. Hey, man. Well, there we go. As long as you're not upset, Wolverine. Um, no. Try to keep the claws in. 
not it's not hard these days. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I mean that's that's correct, and and it I don't think it's it's not that it's harder for girls. It's just they've never been put in that situation, right? Um, right. And so for me, it's funner to see the girls yeah. um, definitely realize, hey, I'm strong, I can do this, and and I can do more than I thought I could. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of the funnest parts, I think, but. All that stems from and, and what we what we realize and what we talk about is is having empathy for your athletes because for us we were athletes we played sports our whole life so we know what it's like been there done that uh, been there done that so you know with em- empathy like putting ourselves in our client's shoes or, or you know knowing hey a gym's intimidating yeah or yeah. you know you know, how may I get this person to, to believe in themselves that they can do A, B, C, D that they never thought they could? You know, it's, it's much easier for anybody to say, I can't do that and never try and and, not, and be afraid of, you know, failing or looking stupid. Those are right. kind of the, the biggest things we see is people afraid to fail or especially afraid to look stupid. Yeah. Um, and that's why, one, we create the environment that we do that, hey, I, I will make myself look stupid any day, all day, every day. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I have no problem doing it. And that's why we keep it relaxed, one. And have fun so everybody's okay being themselves because um, we put ourselves in their shoes of hey pe- people are uncomfortable and they, they don't know their limits and that's one of the things you have to do is you know understand your clients where they come from and where they're at and at whatever skill level at but just where they are as people mm-hmm. and what what they um, what the, what their fears could be and their concerns could be and how we can get get them to push past that um, and reach their maximum potential. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's put, that's that's why some great athletes aren't good coaches because they don't. It was so easy to them, and they don't understand why. Why can't you do that? Like, why can't you squat? Why can't you squat with your knees coming forward? Why do you not know where your hips are at? Um, and that's what we kind of work on so hard is to understand where everybody's at and be able to have an answer or be able to get them in the position or have them you know comfortable like okay well. You didn't get it today, um, but you know you did a good job. You you find the affirmations where that where they are, and you you come back tomorrow and you, you keep the journey and keep the and process, keep and and you keep pushing. But that's all part of learning people and understanding those behaviors. And, and I think that's actually a bigger part of that's another thing that I've really learned is how much bigger the psychological part of our job is as mm-hmm. opposed to the physical. Mm-hmm. Right, learning the keep your knees out, keep your, how to tell somebody how to squat is easy. Mm-hmm. That's the easiest thing I've ever done. Um, it's it's the getting them to a place where they're comfortable doing it. That's a bigger part of the job that I really expected. Getting them to be comfortable being uncomfortable. That, yeah, mm. that that's, word that works sounds familiar. A little bit, a little bit. But I mean, that's that's huge. That's our job. Yeah, that's really our job. And I um, think one of the one of the reasons that we're re- we do really well at that is just because we're we're so good at building trust with everybody. Yeah, yeah. As soon as they walk in the door, everybody feels comfortable. You know, they feel like they're part of the fam. There's people that other members come in saying hello. The coaches always be sure to stop by to anybody that's in the gym. So, right. I really think when we start to build that trust and going off of that, one of the coolest things that I enjoy about people that haven't kind of lifted before is that we as coaches can really kind of guess where they're at yeah. before they mm-hmm. even know right. which is one of my favorite things to do but once we kind of start to chip away and show them that we know their potential and they can do more than they even could imagine then when you get that trust and they really start to want to push themselves and try to accomplish some big goals that's that's when it gets real exciting yep. so. that's the rewarding part of, of being a coach that's what we live for is those moments where they're like one they trust us mm-hmm. they'll run through a wall for us mm-hmm. and and to build that trust 
with them takes time. Sometimes people are just automatically in, um, but sometimes people are, are cautious and oh, I hurt myself before I did this or that. And you got to alleviate all those concerns before mm -hmm. we can really get started really chipping away at what your goals are. Right. And you know, that's, that's it. That's, we're here for you. We're here for them. We're here mm -hmm. to make them comfortable. And it's not just, Hey, go, Hey, come in here. We're going to, you know, five by five, we're going to lift, you know, as heavy as you can today go. Um, that's all I care about is you lifting heavy today. It's, it's so much more than that. And that's why we call it the elite fam. That's why when people come in here, they feel the love, they feel comfortable. Um, feel all, that aura, feel the aura, all, all that, all that is, thought through um, we know we need to create that environment to be able to get the best out of everybody and anybody um, and that's what we try to do and that's why you know we started this podcast just to let people know what our process and what our thought level is and what what we really are doing in here um, almost everything is not stage not planned but there's thought process to everything that we do to be able to create the environment to be able to get the most out of all of our people all of our kids our athletes our gpp anybody that comes in here the goal is to to our goal is to help you reach your goal mm -hmm. and we got to get the most out of this hour most <laughs> out of that, we that, that we can, can. this hour it's hour and 15 so it's going to be the perfect environment so when you get here we can go to work let's just go to work. work just work just work let's do it but you know we you have you have to feel comfortable in that and and for us to get the maximize that hour because we're still judged on success and hitting goals Oh, absolutely. That's, yeah. that's what we're judged on. Um, if there's a way to grade us, that's the way that people would go. Are, are you getting stronger? Are you losing weight? Are you reaching your goals? Do you Whatever. feel better? Do, Do you, you feel well, all those things? That's what we are, are. That's what we're judged on. So, despite what we think, despite what we want to do, <laughs> yeah. and, and uh, despite what what hey, this is how they're supposed to do it. We got to package it where we build the trust but we can get the most out of them in that hour or whatever time we're gonna see them and get the end results. And so sometimes we have to, we have to back off of what we want. Right, you yeah. know, most and of I, the time, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I mean, <laughs> and I'll, I'll even explain with, with me from going from, you know, when we started the gym versus me personal training forever, um, the most difficult, the biggest, not difficult, but the biggest transition that I noticed was most of my clients were were one-on-ones and whenever i you know i was in regular gyms anytime fitness you know your your, your regular gym trainer um had clients but you know if it's two times three times a week that's what i would see them and i had to get the most out of those hours because they're paying me i need to get you to lose weight do i have time to go over knees out perfect form you know, and spend a whole hour on form. I don't. No. I'm, I'm judged on the results. So as long as you're in a good position, you're not going to hurt yourself and we can move and you can burn calories and I can kind of teach you as we're going and, and as it's a long time journey, we'll get there. Yeah, I, I, I had to go with less is more. You're moving, you're moving in a good position, you're, you're burning calories or, or achieving goals. But once we got here, and we're seeing our members, you know, five times, six times a week, um, four times a week minimum. Um, that changes the game. And now I can take a little bit of time and teach you, you know, proper form. It can really give you the full technique. package. Yeah, a the full, full, full package of training. And that's why, you know, the benefit of doing it. And some people are like, oh, you guys are so expensive. Well, you know, my, my personal training hours were was 50, 60 an hour, you know, and you're doing two weeks, 120, like, and, you know, 
the lifetime of that. Well, I have a lot of long-term clients, but still a lot of people came and go and went and, right. you know, I'd have six weeks and get as much as I can. But now like the education part of what I'm able to do for your 150 a month, as many times as I see you, I see mm. people all day, you know, five times a week, right. six times a week. Um, now I can process and really not only get you where you want to go, we have time to get you there the right way. I can educate you on what you're doing and, and how to do it right, where you're going to take that education with you no matter where you go in life. Like our high school kids that go to college, I guarantee you they're the best squatters at their rec. At their rec. Guarantee <laughs> yeah, you. And they, they better know, be. and they know what they're doing. And if I catch any of you guys on an elliptical, I'm going to fight you. <laughs> but Because you can go to the squat rack and squat with anybody. You know how to do it. You know what to do. Um, and we're able to teach that process. Um, and you're able to carry that on forever, which, you know, like that for me, I'm going to go ahead and say the, the word of the fall, wellness. Wellness. wellness is, I think wellness is a learned behavior um, because you can, people don't always know what to do. Like even with diet, like I know enough about nutrition to get myself in trouble and tell you some <laughs> stuff that's not all the way right. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I do know I'm, I'm hot on what to do in the gym, how to work out, how to work out effectively. And we're able to push it where you have a knowledge base to train yourself for life period That's and not even just train yourself for life but even if you're t moving one day yeah, you're picking the box up correctly yeah, 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 and not yeah. putting yourself in a bad position exactly. you're not going to have a hunchback when you're 80 you're, exactly <laughs> so you know that's that's what we're about um in, in that aspect and, and it's it's about lifting but it's it's so much more um than the weight room it's so much more than um the form the technique and, and we try to create an environment where people can enjoy that um, and that's for us, that's what coaching is. Um, you know, we're going to, we're going to take a step back and I just want to, those were kind of the things that we, you know, didn't expect as a coach that I didn't expect as transitioning from a trainer to owning my own gym to like training program for everybody to, um, kind of our thought process on Eddie, uh, what is, what does being a coach mean to you? Was being was being a coach being a coach me? a good effective coach like you you know like forever for me I'm a, I was your trainer I'm a trainer yeah. oh that's my trainer yeah. that's my trainer I got a trainer mm -hmm. now yeah. um, which hey cool I'm cool with that yeah uh, but the title of hey coach I I, I think that's earned yeah. um, I think that's an earned thing now not that there's anything wrong with being a trainer because no. I I tell anybody hey we're trainers first always you better come in here and train. And you better know how to train somebody. Like we're trainers first, um, and I, we've earned the right to be coaches. Yeah. Uh, so what? What is? What is your thoughts on being a coach? Me to you? And actually, I just had this thought now that you asked me. But that kind of thought: What's the difference between a trainer and a coach? Right. What's the biggest difference I've ever heard? And one of the things I thought about was everybody knows how collegiate um, football coaches, they'll go to kids' recruits' houses and they'll talk to their mom and they'll say, I'm going to treat your, your kid like he's my son. Yeah. I'm going to take care of him. Mm -hmm. He's my son and he's going to have a hundred brothers there mm -hmm. or whatever the case may be. And mm -hmm. I think really just that that kind of that mindset, experience, right. yeah, that mindset in words is what I really think is the difference between being a trainer and a coach. It's more... I'm in it for you. I'm in it for the yeah, long haul. I'm, right. we're, we're, we're family. Mm -hmm. You're going to be... I'm if a, you commit to me and to doing this, then I'm here for you. Yeah. Whatever you need, whenever yeah. you need it. Whatever. Period. Um, and that's, that's, that's exactly it. That's what I... What, that's how we feel. That's what we... Hey, that's where the elite fam comes from. Um, because we're going to buy into you first. Um, and we're going to work. We're going to work for you to buy into us. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to train you as hard as we can and teach you as much as we can. Um, 
to have the right to be your coach, um, to earn that title, um, because we're trainers first, and, and but we'll give you everything we got. We'll, we'll coach you up. Um, same question to you, Braden. What is what is being a what is being a coach mean to you? Um, as a gen, as a general overall, just a word to mm-hmm. put out there. It's it's a mentor mm-hmm. is what it is. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, I can go out and train all day. I can go find a thousand people to train. It's easy, right? Mm-hmm. Where being a coach comes into play is coming right back to what we were talking about earlier is creating that trust between me and athlete A or this guy over here or this guy I'm training over here. Um, create such a big trust that they're willing to come to me, you know, on a Saturday night and, you know, need some advice or something. If they, yeah. they can text me out of the blue, say, hey, coach, blah, 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 this, that, and the other. Um, and I think that's where also the earning portion comes in is because mm-hmm. trust isn't given, mm-hmm. right? I got I to gotta work so hard for you that you're going to feel so comfortable not only being your genuine self, but feeling comfortable enough to come to me with any problem, whether it's a weight room problem, whether it's a life problem, whether it's a relationship problem, whatever it may be. Um, I'm bought into you, and I want you to be that comfortable with me because I care about you. Yeah. At the end of the day, that's all it really is, is I, I care about you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that just comes with being a trainer, a coach, or whatever in general, this it's a profession that requires you to be a giving person, Yeah. period. Because yeah. if you're not, you're not going to get very far, Mm-mm. right? <laughs> I, I read a quote not too long ago. It was like, um, if you want to go fast, go by yourself. Mm-hmm. If you want to go far, go together, Yeah. Mm-hmm. right? You can't get anywhere very far if you don't got people around you helping you. Like these good people that you trust and that you will put your life on the line for, this, that, and the other. Um, so I think that'd be the biggest thing to me is uh, the, the label coach means you trust me, I trust you, you can come to me for anything that you possibly need. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with both y'all's, y'all's responses and, and both what you guys were saying. I think we we live that, we embody that, we try to we try to do that every day. Um, and, and that's for me, earning that title of coach or just, you know, being a big difference between trainer and coach, like trainer, you're gonna come in here, uh, I'm gonna train you for an hour, and then you know you're gonna go home. Um, you'll see me, you know, two days from now. I'm gonna train you again, and then you go home. Um, anything I've ever done is, it, it, I'm trying to push you, and I believe in you. I'm invested in you, period. Right. That doesn't matter what aspect of your life. I'm invested in you as a person, as a whole being, as whatever you need um, to reach you there. And I have to know you to be able to get you to, to get you where you want to go. Um, and in that process, you know, we build that trust and, you know, I, I want to be able to be a part of your life. I mean, I'm glad right. like, that's what it is, right? Like, you're right. We are mentors. Um, we're life coaches. We're, we're all those things. And it's kind of, um, you better be ready to, you better be ready to, to be that and, and have that responsibility of that to any client you have if you're going to be great at this right um you know it, it means you texting me you being available at all hours um you being available at any time um, like you said you, you got to be a giver in this to really be good at, at what you want at being good and being a coach um to me a coach means you know it's it's an earned title like it's there's respect um there should be a high level if you're going to put yourself in the position to be a coach and lead people then you need to res- you need to respect that position and respect that um, it automatically comes with authority. You know, growing up, you know, coaches, coaches and parents, mm-hmm. right? I've said those it before. Coaches, coaches and parents. Those people have a pivotal role. I mean, and and 
coaches, parents, teachers, those are the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Teachers, same thing, right? Because we teach people how to move. I think those are all the same thing. A coach encompasses all those. I think a coach is, can be parent-like. A coach is a teacher. A coach is a, a, a somebody you can go to outside your parents. And I say that outside your parents is because, you know, I've said it before, is sometimes you're around your parents and it's you, you're trying to find yourself um, or trying to find out who you are and you're not going to go to your parents about everything. Right. Um, it's great when you have a relationship too, but to, to be able to do that. But still, I, you guys have hit stuff from your parents. You guys haven't been. Yeah. Everybody does. We've all grown up. That's how it is. But still, to grow up, and, and be trying to figure things out. It's great to have that third party. That third party perspective, where you know you can do. They're there for you, and and you know they have your back and they they care about you and they're going to give you advice. Um, all those things are very important, um, and I think a coach is very important. I think if you choose to be a coach, you have the responsibility to look out for your kids and look out for anybody that you come in contact with because you automatically are an authority and somebody that that they look up to and. Which way are you going to lead them? Are you going to leave them in a, lead them in a positive way? Are you going to leave them in a negative way? Or, you know, are you going to just you know forget about them? Um, it's not just a job. Mm-mm. That's what I'm saying. It's a lifestyle. It's not just a job. Um, and I get really frustrated when I see coaches that take it as just a job. And you know, you affect people's lives, and them being around you or, or you know being in your orbit. Um, I would say, like you can pre- what how you affect some other things, especially with sports coaches and, and high school coaches or whatever. Um, you know, it's not a job. Like these kids depend on you to get to where they want to go. Right. How about that? Like that's that's mm-hmm. that's that's huge. Like person has a goal. They're trying to get there. They have to have a coach to help them get there. Right. That's the role. As soon as you sign up for being a coach, you automatically have responsibility to your athlete's futures. Future. Period. Right? Like, that's just your, that's so I gotta what prepare, it is. I got to prepare you with the knowledge I have and care about you to get you to your goal. And that that's a selfless act. And if, right. if you're going to be self, selfish in it, you're... You're not going to make it far. You're, you're affecting that person's life. Like, that's what you're doing. Everybody that around you, everybody that's with you, everybody that trusts you to train them, or trust you to coach them, or you know, at a high school level, they don't have a choice. That's the school they go to. But you know, these kids, kids, people, whatever, have dreams and they have goals and they want to go certain places. You're you're in a position to either help them get there, or help them not get there. And if you're not helping them get there, then you're directly impacting how their life goes. You're directly impacting what happens to them or what direction they go. And I always want to be a positive. Impact. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. you, you. That's that's the game. I don't think that anybody would want to be a negative impact. But it your comes be- down to but what? your your behaviors may cause that negative. Exactly. Impact. So you're, you have to be constantly on and constantly aware of you what being, you're portraying. You being selfish and concerned about yourself negatively impacts the people that you're affecting. And I think at some point you for, people forget that, or coaches forget that, or they're not thinking about it because they got their own stuff going on. Right. But as a profession and as choosing that, that should be number one all day long. What am I like? Coaches should have on their walls. What am I doing to affect my kids' lives in a positive way today? Answer that question every day. Every day, before you talk to one of your kids. Period. And eventually, you'll just adopt that mindset. Really, is. Now, if you have to adopt it, yeah, yes, do well, that. Well, yeah, <laughs> uh, that's, that's what we do here. Maybe not adopt it, but no, you know, you're right. Being no, a, no, new, no. a new coach, no. right? New so. coach, old coach, any coach. Period. What am I doing to affect 
the people in my life today in a positive right. way. Because like, I think you get, either way, if you're a new coach, you don't know. And you're exactly. trying to figure things so you're out. Learning. If you're an old coach, you might have been in it for a while and you've gotten tired of the job and what's it's boring, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, what's your why? Yep. What's your why? All. Did you, say, did you say coach your why? What is your why? Okay, what is your why? I, I like coach your why too. That works too. Yeah, they coach both your work. Why every day. You know, it's purpose. Um, and for us, this is our purpose. I think these guys do a great job of doing everything I ask and, and putting up with me. But the one thing I know is they coach hard. They coach the way I want them to coach. They care. Um, and that's the biggest thing of building a team and building coaches. But first, what are we? Trainers. Thank you, Eddie. Trainers first. Thank you, Eddie. Yeah, I was about to drop that one. That's why, that's, why, that's why he's been around a long time. He may not say, he may, he may not say much, but he's always listening. I know that. He's always listening. But, um, guys, I hope you enjoyed this Coach's Corner um, roundtable. Um, we'll do more of these. More to come, absolutely. Uh, if you have any comments, any questions, like we, 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 we go back and forth and we spit off each other and we may get in the weeds um, sometimes. But um, I just wanted you guys to hear from my guys. Um, what is important about coaching to us? What is Elite Fitness HQ coaches about? What kind of experience are you going to get in here? What kind of experience are your kids receiving while they're in here? What kind of experience are you going to get? What do we care about? What is our purpose? Um, it's about you guys, period. 100%. Um, that's it. Um, I, we, we, we will give and give and give and give um, and keep giving. Um, you know, my, my guys will stay here late for kids. We'll, we'll come in early for kids. We'll come in early for uh, our GPP. Anybody. Anybody. It doesn't matter who you are. You want to train, we'll be here. Um, and that's what I've always told my clients, and that's all, how I've always been successful is I'm going to be here. When you need me to be here, I'm going to be here. I, I work for you. My goal, my goal is to help you reach your goal. Um, so not, not, you know, just make it a big picture, big world picture. Um, you know, no matter who you are, parent, uh, coach, athlete, um, mentor, Somebody probably looks up to you, wherever you are in life. Somebody probably looks up to you. So, you know, on a daily basis, just go ahead and ask, you know, what are you doing today to affect people's lives in a positive way? Um, because you never know what kind of impact you have on people. But I would, I would hope that whatever impact that is, you want to be a positive impact. So remember that. And maybe if we thought a little bit more about that, we'd be better people. You know what I mean? How we, <laughs> hey. we, we'd be in a better position. And, and, it's funny and how that would work, right? Maybe. Really hey. it sounds simple. Hey, I'll just will be the I'll be the ripple. I'll be the ripple that creates the wave, and um, you know we'll keep going with that. Um, as always, love, peace, and happiness. It all on my flow, put a hundred on the dash Bet it all on my soul, on my spirit, and my rest When they talking that yang, I ain't hearing that trash Sound like nothing that you heard, that's a fact Learn a lot of hard lessons when you living life fast Put my bars to the test, bet you that I passed You bands run the world with my lifestyle tattoo Questions that they ask you, never know the inner work And tell your best friend, switch over to a different person While you get sober, look at how my bitches learn How you getting older, still sounding like you wasn't learning I could be the one who pick your girl and flip Molly But rather be the one who changed the world and live proudly Watch me go get it, turn a Civic to a Rari Hit on my Business, so I really ain't sorry Don't make sense Why you asking me for dollars Fan where the friends Get offended when they call me Message of the beep While I'm headed to the peak Damn I'm living so good Can't remember last week Love me or you hate me Either way you feel it deep Either you enlighten Or you frighten when I speak Heighten in the game But the type who entertain With my head held high Riding out to the beat Go